Hi, this is Brooke DeVard from Naked Beauty. Are you tired of feeling housebound? I sure am. Break free with the new Unbound Cordless Auto Curler from Conair. It's a high-performance auto curler that's rechargeable and gives you up to 60 minutes of cord-free runtime. Just think of all of the incredible hair looks you can create in 60 minutes, unbound, away from your wall. Don't get tied down by cords. Love your look. Live unbound. Check it out at conair.com and search unbound. Hi, welcome to the Way Up North podcast. (laughs) My name is Jenny Hammer. I am hosting this round of conversations where we're getting to know the presenters of the upcoming Way Up North in Rome. So some of you may have heard of today's guest on the show, Jose Villa. Let's be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, you know who he is. This film photographer is an industry guru, and I loved hearing about his life, his business, his new office, his team, his need for control, as well as some inside gossip on Martha Stewart. So sit back and relax while you get to know Jose for the next hour or so. So, but it's nice Ah. to see you because then it feels like we're kind of, you know, meeting for coffee or something and we can kind of look at each other. So, yeah, all right. That's perfect. Well, who is that barking outside? Oh, I know. Sorry. That's my two dogs. (laughs) Oh, you have two dogs. Yeah, I have two dogs and I'm in my new office. Hold on. Let me switch this over. Camera flip. There we go. So they're they're outside somewhere. I don't know. (laughs) But this is my new office. Wow. And um, my employees are all having lunch right now because it's lunchtime. But you can kind of see the dogs there a little bit. That's like a hundred people. Can they see me? No, (laughs) No, they can't see you. Um, It's so it's Joel. You know, uh, Joel's my husband. He's on the end. Yes. And then there's Lacey in the middle there. Um, the blonde girl and she's been working with me for 10 years or 11 and then Nancy back there in the black she's my sister and then Patrick who's in the white uh, taking a drink of water or whatever that is uh, he's been my assistant for two years and then David uh, his back is to us we just hired him like uh, maybe I don't know six months ago okay wow that's quite a crew you got there (sighs) yeah (laughs) it's yeah it's pretty busy over here but we love it was was that your desk that you're showing me now oh yeah so this look at that let me show you Talk about power position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is the so that's the Ooh. entrance there, and then that's uh, my office there. I love that. That is gorgeous. Yeah, thank you. And then my employees sit here. That's two desks there. There's upstairs, which goes to Joel's office. Okay. And then we have a packaging room. Um, but this is the dining area here. Oh, beautiful. And then our little kitchen area as well oh my goodness look at that that's beautiful that's uh, like marble countertop just for the listeners here we're looking at like jose's new office it literally looks like we're kind of stepping into something that would be totally you if you could just know your images it's like (laughs) white walls gorgeous floors marble countertops big windows with like what do you call those when it's like the french doors um, oh, those are French doors there, but the windows themselves are, they're called double hung, uh, windows. Okay. And Ooh. so you can open them from the top and then from the bottom, which that's, is kind of cool. That's really cool. And this is like an attic yeah. space now. What's up here? So this is the hallway upstairs that, um, leads you to the packaging room, another bathroom, and then Joel's office. So this is the other bathroom here. Oh, that's beautiful. Again, marble. Look at that lighting, gorgeous tile. <laughs> I love that you're showing me the floors. <laughs> well, because that's like one of my favorite things. That's beautiful. It's like tiny little um, like um, octagon like mosaic. tile mosaic. Yeah, little mosaic kind of. And so this is our packaging room. It's a mess, but I mean that's what you do in a packaging room. It's like bubble wrap <laughs> envelopes. Yeah. Nice. And then this is Joel's table. office. And there's oh my god, that's beautiful. And that's like a Moroccan um, rug and then a huge is, dark like desk with a gorgeous It's a Mac. copper. Yeah, it's a copper desk and that is a Moroccan rug. It is? Oh. Uh, yeah. So you got a good eye. And then this is the view from <laughs> from on top. There they are over there. Oh, look at that <laughs> team. They're sitting out in the sun. So you're in California. 
I'm in like a snowy winterland, Sweden. Uh-huh. So that it's like almost hurts to see the views outside your window. It's it's oh. it's crazy because it's um supposed to be 80 degrees today. Oh God! I know. So it's midday, such... and the the yes the your assistants and and all those people out there are having <laughs> lunch. You said. Yeah, they're having lunch, doing their thing. Yeah. Um, we usually all go to lunch together, but, um, you know, boss has a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, talk so to me. There's, so there's my lunch right here. <laughs> Ooh, what are you going to have? I'm having, uh, there's a new uh, cafe in the area, and it's, um, it is a chicken and beef kebab. Ooh. Kind of a, Yeah. So it's pretty healthy, actually. It's kind of, I think it's Greek inspired. I'm not sure, but um, what's healthy about about that? That it's like, it's well, made. they do. <laughs> well, it's all like organic. Uh, this place, according to to them, and um, there isn't a ton of flavor, so it doesn't have. It's just literally like salt and pepper, and it doesn't have any other extra added junk, I guess. Yeah. And then it's got a little side salad, which is just all greens, which is kind of fun with a little lemon vinaigrette. So no, like heavy, you know, added um, other stuff in there. <laughs> That's nice. I love how you're like. There's not a lot of flavor, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah not a lot of flavor um but it it is good um and uh yeah i need to start eating healthy i'm getting older (laughs) i was just gonna say i was not gonna say you're getting older but i was just gonna ask when you mentioned that are you kind of like a health nut like do you do you like work out Mm -hmm. and think about what you eat all that kind of stuff yeah well i think as i'm getting older uh yeah for sure because you start to feel it you know yeah. But, um, but I mean, I, I like to run. That's one thing that is really a big thing for me because I like to breathe and, and have my time to just reflect and think and everything. Cause I'm always around people. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm always around if it's not Joel, then of course, then I'm around my family or my employees always, and we're always working. Um, so I like to run, so I'll run like five days a week, like five miles or so. And then, uh, recently I've been eating a little better, but still, honestly, like I I still like drinking. I like wine. I like beer. (laughs) So (laughs) that'll get uh, you. (laughs) That'll get me. I know. So I I eat or I I work out or, um, run to kind of help me, you know, um, to even out and compensate the wine to exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And the kebab. No. (laughs) And the kebab. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so what, yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah. So what, what do your days look like? I mean, are you like an early riser? Do you have like a specific morning routine? Mm-hmm. Well, the good news now that we have this new office is that, uh, and I was always kind of like this, I think once I started to finally make some money, <laughs> yeah. but, um, I like to come in at eight o'clock in the morning, typically in the office. My employees don't get here till nine. And then I like to leave at five, like by five, five fifteen, I'm out. I need to close the door. Okay. So, um, you know, when I first started my business 15 years ago, as we all know, you know, it's a 24 seven thing, yeah. uh, when you first start out and, and sometimes even for a lot of people now, but my goal was to, you know, work hard, hard, hard at the beginning and eventually get to a place where I had more freedom and, and I had more, you know, pick and choose clients and pick and choose my timing and all that. So I like to have my time to, you know, let's, for example, go see my family because they only live, you know, three miles away or to hang out with Joel or to, you know, go to the gym five days a week if I can. Um, and, you know, I travel a lot, you know, so like a typical day, like, for example, today's would be a typical day. So get here at eight o'clock employees are right. And which is good because I have a full hour for me to just, you know, focus on contracts or, um, you know, think just sort of think about certain things like restructuring my rates, for example, which is on my mind right now, but I need total silence for that to really focus. Yeah. And then my employees come in at nine, nine fifteen, and then it's go time. Cause it's like me sort of delegating, uh, you know, what everybody's going to be doing. Um, and then we all go to lunch, which is kind of cool. So we all stop at noon and we all literally go together, which is fun. And, um, yeah. And then we come back and we all, and we take the dogs for a walk. So we walk like three or four blocks, um, gives us some time to just like chat and breathe. 
um, ground ourselves a little bit, give the dogs a little bit of time to, you know, wear themselves out so that they can sleep. <laughs> They're like babies, <laughs> um, you know, and that's about an hour or so for the lunch and for the walk a total about an hour that we're out of the office a little bit. And then, yeah, but I, you know, by five o'clock, I'm like, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Yeah. Um, you know, because you just have to do that, I think, because I've been doing this for so long. If I get stuck in here about past six o'clock, I actually get really upset. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm like every moment I could be like, you know, chilling at home or at the gym or seeing my family or, you know, and of course, obviously, photography is our passion, you know, all of that. But there's a time and place for, for those things. And I, I think... I've learned to really balance things out more. That's good. Um, and you kind of have to. You really have to force yourself because if you don't, then you're just going to get into this crazy cycle. And, you know, it's not it's not healthy, I don't think, um, for your, your home life and for even your body. Right. Well, obviously. I mean, yeah, that's – we all know that that's – finding that kind of or finding the as if it exists but finding more balance is what everyone's trying to do so for sure but would you say that those hours because you're not are you like you're not you're your thing your photos are on film so you're not like in photoshop during the day mm-hmm. so what are what are all these things that you're doing then and delegating <laughs> <laughs> i mean not not to say like what the hell are you doing i don't mean that but is it you're like... a film photographer you don't work no no um... no 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 oh no. i don't mean that yeah. at all but i mean is it like um are you answering emails are you like doing mm-hmm. you preparing blog posts i mean mm-hmm. what are you doing yeah, that's a really good question. So I have four employees. And, um, and my role, everyone has their their role, everyone has something that they do on a daily basis that they're really good at. Um, and it was kind of hard to find, you know, people that really knew and understood what I wanted and how I wanted it and people that had a good eye. So for me, uh, the question is, for me, what do I do? So I really like to talk to the client. I like to talk to the wedding planners and vendors and venues and magazines. That is my role. My role is to be the lead, to, to talk to everybody. So everyone has access to talking to the photographer. Um, and people love that. Clients love that. I find that clients, they have access to talking to me nine to five, any moment of the day. And, um, and they, you know what, because of that, they, they spend more money. You know, it's and so I've I've learned that by giving them a lot more time, it's really valuable and no one else can do that but me. Um, You know, you can have a secretary or an assistant or someone talk to your client. I've done that. I've tried that. It doesn't work as much as me talking to my client myself. Right. So that takes a lot of my time. So a lot of emailing to them and a lot of uh, emailing and talking to wedding planners and, and, and new ones and old ones and new weddings and timelines. Um, I also select images that are going to be retouched um, or polished up in some way to go to blogs or magazines and all that. So I'm, 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 I'm in Photoshop and I'm definitely, you know, looking at my images in some way uh, on a daily basis. And then I pass those on to the next person. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, I've got my sister who's been with me for about, I don't know, maybe 10, 11 years. And uh, she's my main assistant uh, at, on photo shoots, but also... She helps with a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the things like financial stuff and and office things like contracts and, you know, bank runs and accounting and all of that good stuff. Um, So she's really good at that. That's a full time job. And then I've got Lacey, who mostly does all of my blogging um, and submissions to all the other blogs and magazines and stuff like that. That's like a full-time job. And then, uh, and she and, and Nancy share the albums. We sell a lot of albums. And so they're designing them and submitting them to the lab to get printed and all that good stuff. And then Patrick just retouches all day long. Uh, and then, and then David is the, he does archiving of negatives and he is also taking care of my uh, fine art prints for like, uh, you know, like landscape things for your wall and stuff that people are buying. And who are those people? Are those like for clients that are buying your stuff? Or is that like kind of a, I mean, a business in itself that you have? It's people. Sorry if I sound mm-hmm. stupid now asking that, but like <laughs> how, no. how do those, are you actively like working on that, that part of the business? 
Yeah, so that is its own business. Um, he so basically those clients are just buying fine art prints for their wall that they're seeing off of social media. Um, I've sold images for a very long time, just on the down low, nothing really, you know, that I've been marketing. But now recently I did create an Instagram uh, called Jose Via Prints. So we're selling a lot of prints from there. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's slowly, I don't want to say a lot cause a lot sounds like a lot, you know, but I want to say <laughs> definitely a handful of images we're selling, uh, a week. And my goal though, is that that's, that's why I brought David on is that my goal is to be able to it, have its own sort of, you know, business marketplace so that people can just buy fine art prints for their wall or for if you're a designer, for your clients, or if you're a hotel, Mm -hmm. I want you to buy, you know, 500 of these images that you're going to put in every single room or the hallway or whatever it is. So that is definitely something that I've been asked to sell my images for a very long time, but I've always declined. And now I'm getting more serious about it because uh, it's kind of stupid to let business go, you know? Yeah. And that's going to be just ticking away. You've taken the image. And if you can make that into like kind of a numbers win-win sounds like Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Well, you could make money while you sleep because for the longest time, I've always thought about, you know, how long am I going to be? photographing weddings. I've been doing it for 15 years. I started when I was 19 or 20 years old. I'm 36 now. Um, and so maybe I don't, my goal is that maybe we can just, um, you know, have the, the print shop bring in a, a good enough sales where I don't have to eventually shoot as many weddings as I'm shooting today. And I'm talking down the road, you know, maybe, maybe in 10 years, that's the goal. Like I like to kind of I don't like to really rush things the way that I do things, even in my life. I, I think I, in my life, I rush things, but in my business, I, tr- I try to like let things organically happen and I build on it slowly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're s- baby steps on the prints and then eventually, who knows, maybe in 10 years, we'll actually have a really awesome, successful uh, business out of it where I don't, I, I really just maybe shoot 10 weddings versus shooting, you know, 35 weddings like I'm doing these years. Or this year. So you're shooting like 35 weddings. That means, um, yeah, more than every other weekend you are somewhere. Is a lot of that travel away from where you are now from California? How much of it is like? Yeah, I think it changes year to year. So if I were to tell you 50%, that's kind of not really real or true. It was two years ago. Three years ago, it was 60%. Mm-hmm. I think today, um, because I've raised my rates and I'm a little bit more picky about the clients I get, we're probably doing maybe, uh, maybe I don't know, 30%, you know, yeah. uh, of those weddings uh, are we are getting on a plane and, and going somewhere. But you have to understand, at least for the type of clients that I'm getting, and this is kind of a new thing still for me, is that the types of clients that I'm getting these days isn't just you're a photographer, you show up and you take pictures. It's a long year planning with them. I'm an art director. I plan with them. I help them. I shoot their welcome dinner, rehearsal dinner, wedding, and brunch. It's one wedding means, or it means four days. It means three days, you know? So it's, uh, it means having a second shooter. It means 300 person wedding. It's, they're very involved where before they were a lot more simple. I mean, I would literally talk to the client course when they booked me and then you know we talk again one more time maybe we do their engagement session and then I talk to them the week before the wedding and then I show up shoot the wedding and goodbye now it's like a lot more uh, detailed but you know what that's just because that's how I've decided that I wanted to do it Um, and now because you have more of my attention that means that I charge more and you pay me more Um, and and are there things about because obviously to in my ears it's like okay, that probably gives you access to like crazy, beautiful places. And I mean, there's so much thought being put into every, everything, which is sounds good. But is there a downside? Do you feel like to this way of doing it? Hmm. Let me think. I don't, I don't really see it as a downside other than some clients are a little obsessive and it could be a little too much and a little bit too close for comfort. Like I don't want, I don't want to be best friends with my client. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. Um, I want to be professional and I want to help them through the process. I don't want to go to, you know, hang out at your family vacation. Believe me, I say this because I've been asked and invited by my clients, but, and that, and that's before the wedding. So after the wedding, we could be best friends, but before the wedding, 
I don't want, I don't want to hang out. I don't want to go get a beer with you. That's just not how I want to deal with my business. Because what happens is people get too attached on the friendship level. And then it becomes a a weird, it's almost like you're shooting your friend's wedding or your family member's wedding. And we know that's always a disaster, you know, so I try to keep my distance and I try to, you know, put up a little bit of resistance when my clients are a little bit too aggressive with wanting to be my best friend, you know, but again, I, I am still very available to them, but at any point, but I am definitely, um, you know, I keep my distance. I want it, I want it to still be professional. So do you, do you ever get the feeling that the ones that your clients now that are very maybe picky and, and have a lot of, you know, financial strength that they are, um, that they're trying to like, what's the word I'm looking for? They're trying to call the shots too much or is that not the case? Or do you kind of make it very clear that, Hey, I don't want like a shoot shot list or anything like that. Or do you, maybe you do want one. No, I actually tell them I don't want to, I don't want a shot list. Um, it's in my contract actually that I don't want a shot list, but if you, if you have a couple of images you want me to shoot of like, let's say aunt Sally that I wouldn't know about, then yes, please. Or your college roommate or something like that. Just, you know, send me, you know, a few names or a few things, but I don't want a full long hundred person, you know, list. That's just, I've done that and it doesn't work. It's always a mess. Um, and we always end up missing people. And then guess what? Who's in trouble? The photographer, you know? So I always like to make it so that they know it's not, um, going to be a guaranteed thing if they give me a shot list, which, you know, sometimes, and I'll tell you the truth, sometimes it's rare, but sometimes if someone's like, we really want the shot list and we want to give it to you and my sister did it and it worked and whatever, if I don't want to resist it or fight it, I'll just eat it up and go for it. You know, whatever it is, what it is, it's a business, I'll do it. And, uh, and it'll be fine. Cause I, they are paying me. I don't want to be, I don't want to be difficult to work with. If anything, that's like my biggest um, pet peeve is photographers that are very hard to work with or planners or, you know, vendors or whatever you want to, whoever the role is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's nice to be professional, obviously. And yeah. So that's, uh, that's interesting. So you have recently raised your prices or now I said we wouldn't talk photography, but now I'm just curious. (laughs) You said, do you feel like you've taken like a big kind of leap then? in your business? Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, a natural progression, I think, for most photographers. I think, you know, um, maybe every year or every other year, like the goal has always been to raise your rate a little bit if you can. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it's always scary. I mean, even for me, it's like, yes, I've been doing this for a really long time. But, you know, I'm thinking about those people or when I was three or four years into it, raising my rates $500, how I would freak out. And then like for two months, no one would book. You know, and then you'd be like, oh, my God, do I need to lower my rate? And so I've always learned to stick to it and never lower your rate. Um, but also don't overprice yourself and do some research and figure it all out, you know. But the way that I've done it is it's not rocket science. I mean, I think for me, it's more it has been more about um, supply and demand as really as easy as it is, it is and as it gets. I mean, you know, I started photographing weddings when it was when I charged four hundred dollars and and it's it's crazy because as a film photographer, I was literally paying for their wedding. <laughs> yeah. But I just I don't I mean, I didn't know how to charge. I didn't have other friends that did this. I, there was no forums. There was no, you know, uh, Facebook or Instagram or whatever people are on discussions, you know, forums or whatever. You know, so I just sort of did it just because that's just the number that I thought was was OK to ask for. And then guess what? The inquiries were flooding in and I thought, OK. There's a problem here. Yeah. You know, the reason they're all flooding in is because I'm too cheap. And so then I started to double it. I went to 800 or 1,000. And then I kept it there for a, a year. And then all of a sudden, I, I was booking 60 weddings. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. And then I went to 2,500. And the same thing happened. And 5,000 and 10,000. And the same thing happened. You know, so it just sort of it just became a thing where literally for me, it was every year or every other year 
I was almost doubling my rates at the beginning. Of course, now for the last three times that I've, you know, raised the rates, I haven't doubled them. Um, that's nuts. But so you're um, like, but my I, rates now are like $1 million for a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, but, but, but no, I mean, but you kind of get the gist of it is that yeah, you, know, yeah. you get to a point where it's like, okay, well, the reason that all these inquiries are coming in is you're doing something right. Yeah. And that's an amazing place to be. Maybe you're being seen in the right places at the time. And I'm talking earlier on, there wasn't social media as it is today. You know, obviously we can show our images a lot easier than it was before, where before it was just, you know, hoping to see, hoping people would see my images in magazines, which would take months and months for them to come out, you know? So, um, it's been a, it's been a really great, in some cases slow, but in some cases a very speedy progression. It's been crazy, you know, to sort of see where it's all become and gone and, and with the film and still shooting film. And, you know, it's like, that's that's I think one of the things that I'm most proud of is the fact that I never I never really was uh, one when digital came out that I went the I went the digital route that I stayed true to what I felt was right for me yeah. even though digital was fresh and new back then um, and that was the thing all the photographers were running to digital because it was new and guess what I felt like the quality of their work went way down um, because in that time digital wasn't as advanced as it is today it's totally different today um, but now what I've done is I've mastered the look of film I've mastered you know, and uh, films and lighting and, and, uh, you know, developing times and things like that and printing. And so for me, it's, this is what I know. Uh, Digital makes me nervous. I shoot digital for, you know, some, some uh, commercial things or, you know, lifestyle or not lifestyle, sorry, product things. Um, I put a digital back on my contact 645 and it works really great for controlled lighting situations, but I wouldn't want to shoot a wedding digitally um, not that I wouldn't, let me rephrase that. I just don't think there's a need for it for me, yeah. for the clients that I'm attracting. Um, you know, cause I'm charging a premium because a lot of times, you know, photographers are saying to me, well, film's really expensive. And yes, it is. Let's be honest, you know, but, um, but I, I'm in a position and a lot of photographers are in this position too. I'm not, not just me. A lot of other film, great photographers are in a position where they can charge for it. So right. that that's, that's like a dream come true. Yeah, then that excuse is kind of out the door for the actual role of film and the the developing. Mm-hmm. And do you think that that staying true to film, which is what you did, is one of the reasons why you have become such a master, <laughs> or just uh, you know become mm-hmm. so so big? Yeah, I, I think it's a few things. I think staying true to the look of film is one, but I also really truly feel that. Um, it was the the right time that I came into it. Okay. Um, you know, because there's so many film photographers these days. There's a lot of younger photographers I've noticed because you know I teach workshops, so this is the trend that I'm seeing. Um, and I, I feel like um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, and I was saying that you like what were kind of the things that were have made you so big with staying true to oh, film, yes. and you were saying the timing. Yes, yes, yes. Timing, because a lot of photographers these days, you know, for them, they're young. This is just a new thing for them, you know. And because there's so many, I feel like we're all a lot of us uh, are shooting, you know, uh, Contact 645, Fujifilm with a certain combination of, of lighting and things like that. And what happens is everything starts to look the same. So yeah. you get buried. You get buried in the in the amount of so many photographers that are very similar feels and, and look. And so um I think because I was, you know, I've been in this for so long and I've stayed true for so long, that has definitely helped me uh, maybe shine a little bit more for sure. Yeah. Okay. So your experience and then obviously every wedding you're shooting is like you're kind of planting a little seed that then, you know, starts to bloom and you got all these people talking about you and all the people attending your weddings. And I mean, if you have 300 guests at these weddings, they must be like, wow, he's so he's so nice and look at the amazing images and <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i will say like a part of photography um i think what makes a photographer successful is you know yes your eye and all that stuff but follow through like following through 
Um, anything that you say to the client or to a vendor or to whomever, if you say you're going to do something, you follow through Yeah. and you're a nice person and you're not a diva and you leave your ego at the door and, you know, you're a hard worker and you show up on time, you're dressed professionally. Um, you, you don't, you know, shout out, uh, at the wedding and you're, and you also don't just ask for food, you know, when everyone is like so busy and you just have to be prepared. Like there's just so many things. This is what makes someone successful as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is is not just taking, not just taking pretty photos. It's like a ton of stuff, how you deal with, you know, your business and your turnaround times and your presentation, um, all of that. It, it's a lot. I mean, I think photo- it's funny because my family, they're, they're, they're funny. You know, they're like, oh, being a photographer is so easy. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, no, you don't understand. Yeah. You do not understand. <laughs> um, so, so I think this is what's made me successful as well. Not just staying true to film, not just mastering the look, not just coming into it 15 years ago at the right time at the right place, but also being a good person. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it, you know, it's like, and and just be passionate, you know, and, and love what you do. I mean, it sounds cliche, but it's true. I like what you said about working hard too, because I, you always like, you know, you can always spot people who have that sort of, um, integrity about their work at at Mm -hmm. whatever level. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, I'll, I, I remember once I was took like a car service somewhere and I remember thinking like just total um, off let me just a tangent but this guy was like such a professional uh, driver and he did this thing where like he had the music or I had like news on and then when we were driving it was louder and then as soon as he stopped at a red light he like kind of turned it down so that it wouldn't be like too loud and he was he was so extremely professional that I was just like well, mm-hmm. I love when people are just like really into what they're doing and they're like doing it really really well that's really mm-hmm. like uh, attractive kind of if you know what I mean and so like oh, someone was hustling and just like you know I'm gonna do mm-hmm. my very best at this even though maybe I don't love being here at the party you know at some point at the wedding you're kind of like I'm really tired and I'd love to be mm-hmm. putting my feet up at home but you still yeah. look like you're you know ready to go and kind of Exactly. Yeah. And you know what, when you, I get a lot of photographers saying, well, you know, I'm really stuck and, and, and these types of clients are not the types of clients I get, I want, and how do I get myself to the next level? Well, okay, fine. You take great photos, but the level of service that you offer to your client can get you to that next level as well. Yeah. You know, and, and so because of the types of clients that most of us are getting that I'm getting, um, I am very aware of the experience you know, that they're going to be, they're paying a lot of money, you know, whether it's 5,000 or $2,000 or whether it's $30,000 in the end, it doesn't matter, but you really just have to give them that level of service. And I now, this is crazy because I'm so aware of that because I really resonate with what you said about, you know, you noticing this about the driver is that I notice this a lot when I go to hotels, I go, when I, let's say I'm just going on vacation or I'm just doing, you know, something going to a rest, a nice restaurant with whomever, with Joel or whatever, I notice the people, how they're dressed, how they talk to me, how they make me feel, how all of that stuff, where I'm sitting, is this comfortable? Is this not? Is the light too bright in my face? You know, am I squinting? All of that stuff. What does it smell like in here? Um, You know, you really have to think about that's the type of experience that I want for my client when they walk into my studio. You know, I've invested a lot of money um, you know, in the studio that I showed you earlier on. And I want that, that experience from the website or whatever it is that they see to translate into when they meet me. And one of the biggest compliments I received uh, a while ago when I, we were working out of my home, which was very similar aesthetic is a client came in and she was excited. She came with her fiance, super young, you know, very cool people. We sat down, she took a deep breath in my office. I had, I literally handed her an album on her lap and she looked around and took a deep breath and she said, wow, I feel like I'm sitting in your website. And I said, well, that's because you are, (laughs) you know, so it's just that, that, that was a home run for me. And I knew that they were going to hire me and they sure enough, they did. Well, I, I I was actually thinking about that when I was going to talk to you. I was like, I wonder if like, 
if the space you live in looks like stepping into one of your fo- photos, and by that I don't mean like the venue, but kind of that feeling or that light or that, you know, mm-hmm. if like if if that's something that you think about, and it sounds like it really is. It is. I mean, I think that that's just how I live or want to live my life. That's how, what inspires me. Do you have like um, beautiful you know. details out, like kind of in your photos, like a little, just a small like bouquet of flowers and on your nightstand? <laughs> You're like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be crazy. That'd probably be too extreme. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, look at this light, like backlighting, and that's like my favorite type of light, except that like this light's a little too much on my face. But <laughs> Yeah, you just need a small yeah, little uh, the, reflector right by. <laughs> I know, I know. But, but it is, I mean, I think that that's just, um, it, it is now just taking it further. You know, it's not just being a photographer. It's, it's a lot of things. Yeah. And that is what makes us a, a successful photographer. Uh, and, and in weddings, it's, it's personality. It's a lot of things, you know, it's not easy. I was giving uh, Brian Morrow, Morrow a hard time or I was because um, when we Skyped and obviously my background is not ideal right now, but when we Skyped, he had like a, it was kind of like brick wall slash AC unit right behind him. And I oh was like, God. I was like, you're a photographer. Are you like giving me this? Like <laughs> so exactly what you're talking about now. And yeah. uh, so I enjoyed giving him a hard time about that. But he said that <laughs> he said that the other views of the house were worse. So in his defense, oh. that was the best. Thing. <laughs> Angle, that is hilarious. Which of course oh my God. had me cackling. Um, and then he did take me on a short tour and sure enough <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> no but i think that's that's really awesome when you get to a point i mean you must feel just like so happy to have that space now and have that like out of your home but also just mm-hmm. get to work and be like i'm stepping into my website and my brand and yeah it, it's just it's a new you know what we've only been here for two months so for 10 years i worked out of my house you know and i had yeah. my employees coming to my house which i know a lot of photographers do and we that's because we you know to bring down the, the cost of our overhead and things like that or whichever whatever the reason may be for you but you know being here for two months now has been such a fresh like a fresh, uh, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's re-inspiring to me now because this our ho- this space is a little different than our home. Our home is a little bit more moody as far as like the tones of our home. Here, it's more bright and airy. You know, very yeah. much like I would say my work is, but I would say that our work, our home is similar in a way, but it's it, drop it down like three stops. <laughs> um, it's it's more. <laughs> oh, moody. I love that. It's a little cozier, maybe in it's the cozier. feel. Yeah. And exactly. So, and you and Joel. So is your business together or are you doing like, it feels like you guys are doing different things by sharing a space mm-hmm. or what's, what's yeah, the setup? Yeah, there? no, he, he does his own thing and, and, um, and that's how, what works really good for us. So if, I don't know if you, if you know much about his background, but he has been in the industry for maybe 10 years, but he has been doing more super eight films. Yeah. Um, yeah. And doing that for, I don't know how many years exactly, but, um, now over the last two years, he's been doing more stills and it's been really great for him. And now actually he does more stills than he does video. And I think a lot of it has to do, and I'll take the credit is that <laughs> he's learned a lot from, <laughs> from what I do. And he's, cause you know, I bring him on jobs and stuff when it's destination work. And I have from the very beginning, um, of when, you know, of our relationship and also, um, you know, he t- helps me with these workshops, like, you know, logistically he's there with my sister doing all kinds of stuff, but like, you know, he, he helps photographers load contacts, you know, their contacts film and their 120 film and uh, cameras, I should say, and film. And so, you know, he's been around it for so long that it's just a natural thing for him to just start to pick it up. And so, believe it or not, now clients will hire him as my second shooter and they request this and then they have me be the main and then we have an assistant. So, I will hire in those situations. Cool. I'll hire him to be my my second shooter, and we we might do that like six times a year. Okay. Um. Like, well, I only say that because last year it was six, and this year I think you know we're about six or seven now. So, um, and it's we have he, he hasn't been doing this for a long time, but that's you know for the last two years, let's say it's been about that, and it's great because now clients, like I said, are are uh, requesting him, but he has his own business. He has his own thing. He has his own you know I don't know twenty or whatever weddings, fifteen twenty 
weddings that he's doing this year um, under his own name and doing his own. So he does, he'll shoot then the, the wedding videos, obviously then. And is that something that you ever do together? Will you do video and he, or are you like, there will be no videographer at the weddings I shoot? No, <laughs> no, I love videographers at weddings. I work really well with people. But so when I say he's doing 15 or 20, he's doing like the majority are stills. So he's like doing his own photography thing. Okay. Um, but I, I would not, I normally wouldn't go with him. Like if he has a big wedding um, and to do video, he'll just hire an assistant. But the funny story really quick is that, um, let me try and make this really quick, is that the, the reason he started is because, so back in the day, this is back in 2006, sounds like back in the day is like 100 years ago, <laughs> but in 2006, yeah. I, um, I was doing, uh, still shooting film, he was working at his corporate job, so he had nothing to do with photography, I was shooting with my still cameras, and then I love Super 8 so much, and so I would pick it up, and I would, like, take still, 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 and then I'd go, you know, and then do, like, Super 8 for, like, literally a minute, and then I'd put it down, and then I'd get my film camera up on my face again and do some stills, and so the reason I was taking the Super 8 on location is because I wanted to gift that to my clients later on after the wedding as a gift. I would pay for it out of my pocket. It was two or three rolls of Super 8 film. I'd send it to my friend, who was a good editor, put it to music, boom, they had a two-minute video, and it was amazing and they were like oh my god this is insane thank you so much what a fun gift so then what ended up happening is i had a client for 2007 um there's a big wedding date if you've been in this industry long enough jan july 7th of 2007 was like huge 070707 you know yeah and so it was then, a saturday and it was a saturday so it was like you yeah exactly so you know that you probably had a hundred inquiries i had a ton of inquiries and luckily i ended up booking a wedding for a photographer whose parents were pretty wealthy who were getting married in italy in tuscany in this incredible place and you know her name is kim and she she said hey we love your work we trust everything what you, you know one of the first clients that basically was like saying tell me what to do i want to make this experience be like the best for you you know and i'm like wow this is amazing oh wow so then she called me one day and she <laughs> sounds said sounds like all my clients <laughs> hey that's a dream <laughs> that is the dream so she called me and she said um, do you have a, a videographer that you recommend and this is when Joel was working at his corporate office and I said, or his corporate job. And I said, yes, I do. I, I do know a videographer. His name is Joel Serrato. I work with him a lot. Um, and she said, well, how much does he charge? Mind you, Joel had never even picked up a Super 8 camera at all. And so, but I was thinking how fun it would be. It would be awesome for me to, and Joel to take a trip to Italy. And, you know, who knows, maybe he'll, he'll pick up a Super 8 camera and do a decent job for this person. And so he gets home. Oh, she asked me, she said, well, how much is he? And do you work with him a lot? And I said, yes. And she and I said, well, I, I tried not to hesitate as much as I wanted to. I couldn't, but I did. I tried to not, but I said, you know, he's $3,500. I just threw that number out there. Plus you have to buy his airfare and hotel and all this stuff. And she said, great booked. So then. And so Joel at this point, home. how, how long, how had you guys been together forever already at this point or no? At this point, we had been together, let's say 2007, so 2003. We had been together for four, maybe five years at this point. Okay, but he was okay. still working at his corporate job. Right. So, okay. Um, yeah. So he walks in after his work and, you know, he's like frustrated. He's been hating his job for a year. He doesn't like his, you know, coworkers. They're all just, you know, crazy, whatever. There's some, of course, he likes. He's a really nice guy. But, um, you know, he walks in <laughs> and he's he's like, he's like, oh, my God, another day, whatever. And so I said, well, guess what? I, I, I booked you a wedding. And he's like, booked me a wedding doing what? And I said, well, <laughs> you are now officially a wedding filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> and he oh said, what do you God. mean? And I said, yeah, I booked you this wedding. And he's like, what do you, he actually got upset. He's like, what are you talking about? I can't do this. I've never picked up a Super 8 camera before. What, you know, give the money back. Oh my gosh, don't sign the contract, all these things. And, um, and then, you know, he had, he had a, he had a moment to think he about. He had it. a meltdown and then. <laughs> he had a meltdown and then he had a moment and he said, actually, yeah. this could be really cool. You know, so fast forward three months later, however long, I can't remember. We are on this plane. And we're, you know, sitting in the back or whatever. And, and, uh, and so he's like, okay, I need to practice. I don't even know how to focus this thing. So I bring out the Super 8 camera and we're literally <laughs> focusing. Like I'm teaching him how to focus on like aisle 17C or whatever. And he's like, wait, is this in focus? And I'd look at it and I'd be like, no, that's so out of focus. Oh my God. And so I'm like freaking out because I'm thinking this guy, Joel, is not going to get it. <laughs> 
he is we're on the we're literally on the way and he can't even flip in mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, my god exactly and so you know but i i'm i'm usually pretty chill i don't really freak out for you know things like this and i'm just like all right well don't worry we're gonna you know when we get there like maybe it's just we're tired you know whatever let's just you know when we get there and we sleep like let's focus and we'll re repractice and all this stuff well bottom line is we ended up doing the wedding and it was amazing the client was insane and that still is one of my favorite films he ever made because he came into it with a such a uh, fresh perspective Perspective yeah. on everything that I just thought it's so carefree and beautiful. And, and, you know, guess what, there is a little bit of movement and shaking a little bit, because with Super 8, it can get a little bit, you know, shaky, well, yeah. with any video, but with Super 8, because in, in some cases, it's a little bit sped up, but, um, and you've got to slow it down and all these things. So anyways, it still is one of my favorites. And so that's kind of where it all started. And then maybe a year later, he had, I don't know, seven or something, eight, eight weddings that were super eight and he quit his job. And that's how it all started for him. So now oh he's my transitioning God. to film and it's, yeah, so it's awesome. That's a long story to your question. <laughs> no, but that's <laughs> but, a great story. I mean, that's like, talk about just, you know, that analogy of, um, I'll screw it up in English, but like when, when you like let go of the trapeze to grab the next one. You know, mm-hmm, where you're just mm-hmm. kind of like, you have to make, take that leap to, to exactly. make something happen. I mean, you have to let go of the first one to, to actually grab the new one, which is like super scary, but mm-hmm. uh, that's, so yeah. he was in the end, thankful you brought him to Italy and like oh, changed yeah. his life in every way. Yeah. And, and, and I think it changed both of our lives. I think it was more of just because I wasn't happy seeing him unhappy with his corporate job. Right. You know, or, or whatever job it is that, you know, he ended up doing. I, I always just have wanted him to be happy. Yeah. You know, of course, that's what your partners, you know, want you to, to you know, you're happy, then we're all happy. And so now we're, we work together. He, the thing is, is that we still stress ourselves out. So like he has to be upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wasn't he like two stories up or is that just uh, no, an illusion? No, it's just one. No, it's an <laughs> illusion. Um, sometimes I wish it's like 10 stories up. But, but, um, but no, you know, and, and now he has sort of in my uh, business, he's now sort of the he's kind of the consultant now in my business too, because he just knows so much and he knows so many of my uh, vendor friends that we work with. And, you know, so it's, it's been pretty amazing and we, we are in a really good place. I'm very, uh, I'm very happy with where I'm at in my life today and my business and in our relationship and my relationship with my coworkers and, uh, or my employees, it's all of it is feeling very good. And what, what kind of things uh, stress you out about each other? Like what are your biggest pet peeves about each other? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And well, be in honest. business. No, one, yeah, no one's going to hear this. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, in business, that's funny. In business, I think that I, I have to be careful because not that I think I know it all. You know, I don't. I barely know it, the, the tip of the iceberg. But in my in the way that I do things, I feel like I do. And I don't show it with anybody else but him, you know, so like, because I trust him, and we try, obviously, we're, yeah. you know, we're married, we get it. So like, I tend to, I tend to sort of be like, well, you're not doing I'm a little hard on him. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah. I'll be like, well, you're not doing that right. Or why did you meet her at this way? And I have to remember to like scale that back. Because he needs to do his thing and I don't want to control him and his business and it's just not fair, you know, and so it's a little tricky because a lot of times people compare him to me or me to him most a lot of times me to him or, you know, or or like they they also want to be published or they want to be, you know, whatever it is. And so they think, well, it's Jose's husband. So yeah, of course, you know, we're gonna so there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And so I think it 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 causes um, a little bit of tension here and there. I think we're really good though. Um, you know, just because we work every day together and everything, I think surprisingly, like we're pretty good, but there are cases where, um, you know, I think a lot of it is, is pride to an ego amongst each other. And we're really competitive together. Okay. Um, wow. You know? Yeah. So, so I think that, 
that part of it can get a little tricky for those of anybody who's listening to this, <laughs> the one, per- the one person that's listening to this. Um, if, you know, if, if you're a photographer and you work with your husband or your wife, you know exactly what I'm talking about, you know, and, and, yeah. and other people have other, other, um, you know, things that, that maybe make it tricky, but for me and him, it's a little bit of the competitiveness, but we, but in the end we want each other to succeed. That's, I think the bottom line is just that sometimes, you know, we're guys, we want to be the better one you know yeah yeah um and so it's just it's kind of that it's kind of funny and would you do would you say that do you think he thinks you're kind of like micromanaging him a little bit or what's just kind of being like yeah yeah <laughs> you're nodding like yeah. yeah yeah i think so that's why like i need to let go too because i'm I, i'll be honest i'm kind of a control freak in everything that i do um okay. like i have to drive the car i have to sit by the window on a plane i have to you know, uh, my cameras have to be this way or everything has to be shot this way. Everything has to be this turned this way. Like I'm just kind of a control freak. Yeah. Um, and so I think that I have to just let go and I'm learning to let go with a lot of things, even in my business, like letting go of managing my, my books, for example, or managing, picking photos for certain things or, uh, whatever it is I'm, I'm learning to let go. Cause, and it's good to outsource. And I think sometimes even my relationship with Joel, I need to, I need to let go and let him do his own thing because I feel like um, he's much more proud of it when he does it on his own. Yeah. And that, that, that kind of everyone benefits from that, obviously, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, even mm-hmm. though immediately you're like, well, I didn't get to make the decision. I can imagine that that's, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind yeah. of fell in love with both of you when I saw, I actually saw my um, first time I heard your name, I think, actually, was I was at WPPI. Is that what it's called? Hmm. Yeah, WPPI. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so uh, off the English here. Um, so that must be like mm-hmm. six years ago or something. And Elizabeth Messina mm-hmm. showed uh, pictures from your wedding, I believe. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and in, in Las Vegas and then she, yep. she showed the pictures and, and, or the photos, the images. And, um, and it was like, oh my God, I, these guys are so sweet. Just love them. They're so cute. I mean, like Aww. that was, <laughs> I, I just, I still remember some of the photos of the two of you. Like, I think you had given each other a gift or something in the photo and mm-hmm. like, this is forever ago. Um, mm-hmm. it just seemed like you guys were really just happy and and like nice guys you know what i mean yeah yeah well thank you that's a compliment absolutely a huge compliment what year was the wedding because i feel like it was quite fresh when i saw it it was it was fresh it was let's see this year will be five uh oh wait five years gotta be more (laughs) okay i think it's five years in april Five years? Is that mm-hmm. possible? I couldn't have. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then maybe it was right, right after. Pretty fresh then. So yeah. So then the next year. So she, because she hasn't been going to Elizabeth Messina. She has not been going to WPPI for four years. The last time she spoke was when she showed my photos. So okay. that was probably four years ago. But you know how it's like, so we got married in April and then the following year she did the presentation. So yeah, probably four years. Yeah. Okay. Then that's probably right. I thought it was longer ago. Yeah. That's awesome. And, um, and how did that process go about just choosing a wedding photographer for you? Mm -hmm. Well, um, it was hard. You know, it was really, really difficult because again, my control freak side came out and I wanted to control everything. But you know what I will say? I was super, super proud of myself that I, the day of the wedding, I let it all go. Except, except I took two rolls of film of the detail of the, of the uh, reception details when she was out shooting the ceremony, I snuck in my contacts um, (laughs) and I I had to, I just had to. And I took one roll of Joel just because, you know, like it's so different to photograph, to be photographed by someone you don't know versus someone you do know, right. you know, so some of my favorite po- pictures and look, Elizabeth did an incredible job, but some of my favorite photos are the ones that I took of Joel because yeah. he just looks a lot more genuine and not so nervous and you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah, of course. You're like right yeah. there, like in his face, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so I was hard, you know, picking, um, a photographer, but I have a, I have to be super honest. I've never said this, but I actually did not want Elizabeth Messina 
this is going to get me in trouble. I wanted another photographer. I I wanted um, a photographer by the name of uh, Thayer Gowdy to photograph my wedding. Um, And Joel was like, no, uh, Thayer doesn't do weddings all the time. Elizabeth, Elizabeth is a wedding photographer. Let's shoot. Let's have her shoot our wedding. So Joel had his way and we and we got Elizabeth. And it, w- and it went well. <laughs> let's and it went, uh, let's be and honest. It went amazing. Really and it went amazingly well. And I'm glad that it worked out that way. Um, yeah. But it's kind of interesting that that's just how, you know, things happen. And and I think I have always been inspired by this photographer by the name of Thayer, Alison Gowdy. She was one of my first inspirations when I started to look at, you know, magazines like Martha Stewart. Yeah. And, you know, Martha Stewart's been around for, you know, 20 years, I think it is now. So, um, when I first started my business 15 years ago, I, I, when I looked at the magazine for the first time, I saw her photos and I thought, wow, this is the type of photos that I want to be taking. And so it's her work has always stuck in my mind as it just, it meant so much to me. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't even know this. Like I'm not really friends with her. I've talked to her before fair, but, um, I would love to be friends with her. I, we just haven't connected, but then through the process, of course, we have had become friends with Elizabeth and, and then we hired Elizabeth. With, which of course again could not go wrong she's definitely i think one of my favorite photographers i i mean let's be honest elizabeth is in my opinion one of the best photographers in the world wedding photographers you know so we we picked well except that i at the beginning wanted my first inspiration which was there yeah okay and and um you had mentioned martha stewart have you ever met her i'm just curious martha martha yes you have yes. yeah is she yeah i photo I photographed crazy? her niece's. I photographed her niece's wedding. Oh, you did, uh huh. And mm-hmm. was- um, <laughs> that, was fun, <laughs> that was a fun experience. It was a fun experience. I photographed her wedding in Las Vegas, of all places, and um, oh, wow. we went to. So uh, Sophie, the bride's name is, and the wedding was small. It was like twenty people, and it was going to be in the magazine. And basically, the magazine hired me to photograph it, but. Um, I, the Sophie was getting uh, dressed and ready in Martha Stewart's suite at the Wynn. So it was like a really beautiful, huge presidential suite. And I get there and I'm, I'm first of all nervous because, of course, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of everything that, you know, has her name on it. Um, yeah. I had heard stories that she was a little bit of a nightmare and, you know, that she's a little crazy and whatever. But, you know, I, I take those things sort of lightly because I don't I don't really I don't take those things to heart, I should say, because until I actually experience it myself, then I can be like, okay, yeah, okay, you know? So um, we get there, and immediately she says, hey, my little photographer friends, it's lunchtime. Can I make you a salad? (laughs) And I'm like freaking out. I mean, I'm like, oh, my God, Martha Stewart's talking to me. I'm like, you know, sweating like profusely (laughs) as she instantly as she started talking to me like it was like a light switch. And, um, and I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, don't freak out. Don't freak out. It's just Martha. You know, it's just, it's weird, you know, kind of starstruck. And so I said, no, 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 we're fine. We just had lunch. Thank you so much. She said, no, no, no. In a half an hour, come back to this table. We're going to have lunch together. And I'm like, okay. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, she had her crew there, her hair and makeup people and, and, you know, even Martha's personal hair and makeup person and stuff like that. and, And people from the magazine. So we literally sat down around this, you know, big, uh, round table that probably sat 16 of us. It was a big table. And, um, we just sat there and I was completely quiet because I was completely intimidated by the whole experience. And Martha kept talking about how back in the seventies, she would hook up with these guys at at these restaurants or not these restaurants, these hotels in Vegas. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. She's like, Oh yeah, that hotel. I've been in that hotel numerous times with this guy. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Oh my God. Martha Um, Stewart is a slut. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) She, She is dirty. She is dirty. Um, I did not you know, know so, that this podcast would take this turn, but I'm glad we're here. <laughs> hey, let's be real. Let's uh, get real. Yeah. Let's be real. That's yeah, that's fine. And so, you know, that was great though. I, I sat there and I, I giggled with them and, and, you know, did for 40 minutes or however long the lunch was. And then we continued on our day, but I just thought, wow, she's actually a person. She's human. She's, she's so fun, you know? Yeah. And so then, you know, I kind of ignored her for a little bit, trying to stay away from her. I did some portraits of her and her sister and her and, and Sophie and the bride and groom and things. And then at the, at the uh, cocktail hour, 
she came up to me and my assistant and she handed me a glass of Dom Perignon and she said, my photographer friend, this is for you. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I don't drink at weddings. She's like, my photographer friend, this is for you. And I said, okay, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm noticing a theme Uh, here. It's like, uh, it's kind of like when uh, I I was watching the news about how Donald Trump has people over at the White House and he's like, you're having, you're having the steak. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. There's kind of a common thread there, maybe. Yeah, Uh, maybe. But yes, so so I took the champagne and I drank the champagne and, and we had a moment and it was like, you know, we, we did the whole like, cheers, you know, and that whole thing. And I looked in her eyes and it was like, wow, I think she's amazing. I, you know, and that was it. And then, and then the, the night continued and, and then that was, that was the extent of it. But I did like her and I liked my experience working with her. And, and you, yeah, you probably, you still publish things in her magazine, obviously. So yeah, she does beautiful work. Oh, that's an awesome story. That was so fun. Um, I, I think we're, we're going to start to kind of wrap it up, but because we've been talking forever, that went really fast for me, at least when you're having fun. Yeah. But what does the rest of your day look like? What are you going to do now? You're going to have that lunch. You're going to have the kebab. I'm going to have my lunch. I'm going to have my lunch. And it's 2.04 p.m. here yeah. in California. And so I have another Skype meeting with a uh, photographer that took my master class at WPPI recently, two, three weeks ago. And she won a mentor session. So we're going to just chat and do a little one-on-one for an hour. Wow. And uh, yeah. And then um, Joel's doing a photo shoot today. He's doing a maternity session. So my sister, who's a hair and makeup person, not the one, not the one that works with me, but another sister, she is here already in the studio setting up for her hair and makeup for the maternity session. Um, And and will that be in the studio then? So you have like a, a space in the studio for shoots. Yeah, 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 he'll do some studio stuff or studio stuff, and then he'll go outside because it's so green and gorgeous right now. It's been raining for a long time, which we need it here because we've had such a major, uh, you know, drought. But um, it's so beautiful. The grass is super green and pretty. So he's going to go out and do some shots out there at sunset. And then by 5.15, I'm out and I'm probably going to go to the gym. <laughs> You're going to go to the gym, which is crazy here thinking that you would work out at a gym when the weather's beautiful. Because for us, that's a little bit weird since we don't have a lot of good weather but i guess if you have good weather all the time you're like it's mm-hmm. hot, it's too yeah. hot outside <laughs> well it's actually been it's been like pretty cold to be honest with you so actually oh, today has been the first 80 day for a really long time yeah like yesterday and this sounds like a total like asshole comment but like yesterday was like 68 degrees so it's a little too cold for us <laughs> goodbye and i'm pressing the red button i'm just kidding <laughs> No, I know. I know. I know. I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. You deserve um, it, Jose. You deserve all everything, all of it. (laughs) No, no, no. But you know, I I do. I do. um, I do not take it for granted. It's just that sometimes, sometimes you do, I will be honest, but for the most part, 90% of the time, I don't. I mean, we are so fortunate to live here. It's incredible. So who knows? Hey, now that I now that I remind you reminded me, I may go on a run outside. Why not? Yeah, do it. (laughs) Bring in the all the flowers and scents and all the sun and vitamin D roll in the grass do it do it for me if for nothing if for no other reason do it for me who has like snow outside and it's dark and miserable I know I know but Uh, it's pretty it's so pretty to look at it is it's beautiful here too but it's true, yeah but it's just very cool so you're gonna be at, uh, you're gonna be in rome right um i'm hoping yes we'll see the details are unclear at the moment but i hope so and okay. um if if um if i do go i'll definitely come and say hello of course yeah of course um i um i i was in um in Stockholm this fall for the way up north, obviously with Jakob and Cole mm-hmm. and the crew, and mm-hmm. uh, and then when they announced that because it showed a few names of who was going to present, there was literally mm-hmm. like a <gasps> ever when they when it said Jose Villa, it was like <gasps> no, people, yeah, stop it. I'm I'm telling you this because I'm like, who's going to tell you? Maybe maybe Cole would tell you, but it you was so true. Crazy. People gasped like you could hear Aww. a little bit of like a. <gasps> Like oh my god! So <laughs> oh your god, presence pressure, will be the pressure is on now. No, now you know what? Be, this better be good. Not no, no pressure. I think just totally be yourself. But it was just one of those things that I thought you might appreciate to hear that everybody, it was like wow. So I think you're gonna yeah. be. You're definitely um, people are looking forward to it. 
No well, problem. I'm very excited. I'm very honored. And honestly, it's it's such a, an amazing honor to, to go to Rome and to, to do this. I mean, I, I do WPPI every year and I, I get asked to go all over the world. I'll be honest. I'm not just saying that. But like this is a little special for me because it's just – I like I, just from seeing it from afar. To me, this group just seems much more special than I would say a lot of the other groups are. You know, and and how like the vibe and the, the vibe the, the is great. That, yeah, and again, I I've never been, but it just seems that way because you've got people from all over the world. You know, yeah. which is really quite special. And so, and I love. Let's be honest, I love Italy, and so I think it's going to be it's going to be fun. We're excited. Joel's going to come with, and we're going to spend another. It's during our honeymoon, not honeymoon. Uh, anniversary. So oh. we're going to make it into a fun, you know, like six day uh, little rendezvous after. That's and right you are. You should definitely do that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I think it'll be awesome. They the, the events that I've been to so far, the two way up north have been like really, really awesome. I mean, totally different mm-hmm. from WPPI. You cannot compare it. It's like mm-hmm. a totally different feel so i think i hope mm-hmm. you i hope you will enjoy it and oh, give joel be my best and nancy i will and everyone over there all the employees <laughs> i will i will well <laughs> thank you so much everyone. thank you for yeah. your time jose i know this was like kind of hard to make the time difference work but thank you for for squeezing us in to your business yes, schedule of course thank you so much and before you go i apologize for the last time, I comp- the last time we were supposed to oh, talk, don't worry, completely, no. completely spaced. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. It's all forgotten and forgiven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And we will see you soon, I hope. Sounds good. Thanks, Jose. All Take right. care. Talk to you later. Hi, this is Brooke DeVard from Naked Beauty. Are you tired of feeling housebound? I sure am. Break free with the new Unbound Cordless Auto Curler from Con Air. It's a high-performance auto curler that's rechargeable and gives you up to 60 minutes of cord-free runtime. Just think of all of the incredible hair looks you can create in 60 minutes, unbound, away from your wall. Don't get tied down by cords. Love your look. Live unbound. Check it out at conair.com and search unbound. Bye. Bye. Thank you.